Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, welcome to another episode of this podcast, Next Success. We are your hosts, Skylar Beitendorf and Adam Bastion. <laughs> and we're feeling good today. <laughs> um, all right, so today we're talking about chasing versus attracting. And this topic, I think we're excited to talk about, but this one was recommended to us to talk about by Jenny Harris or Jennifer Harris. And so, yeah, shout out to her for, for the recommendation. And I think this will be an awesome episode. So let's, let's start Adam chasing versus attracting. What, what's the difference? I feel like a lot of people don't understand that like concept. My, what's the difference? I'll tell you my first thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I would say when you're chasing somebody, or, or chasing something or whatever you might be chasing, yeah. you kind of, you're like uh, expending a lot of energy out to go do that. And you're kind of changing, like you're not being your total self. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to do something different than what you, you were before. But as of attracting, you're being completely who you are and doing what you love to do. And those things just come towards you. Because they see the way that you're acting, they see what you're about, they see who you are, they see what you talk about, and then they come for you. And they just, opportunities arise, people arise, like they just come into your life. But as of chasing, you kind of have to change something about yourself to go get it. And it takes a lot more energy to do that. Yeah, it does take a lot more energy to do that. So it sounds like it's being... Like being your authentic self, being you and who you are and actually living like to the fullest and personally growing will bring more things to you. It's kind of like your magnet. And as you grow yourself, your magnet becomes stronger mm-hmm. and more things come to you. Yeah. So, I was just thinking like, you ever played like uh, boys chase girls and when you were in elementary school? I might have. <laughs> Yo, it was <laughs> dude. I, well, I was homeschooled, most, oh. like all growing up. But I think we played that like with the, I the neighborhood kids. Oh, really, dude? It was like a, it was like a common thing. We get on the playground, and all the girls were like, "Oh, I bet you won't catch us." And we're like, "Bet." And and then we just <laughs> and then we'd run and try to go get them. And then I was like, "But as of when we attracted the girls in elementary school, they just came towards us." I don't know why I thought about that. No, yeah. That's a good example. But I don't know. In well, that case, we're just like running after them, trying to get them. Mm-hmm. But then the other way, they just see what we're doing and they're like, Adam's a cool guy. And they just walk up to me. That didn't happen very often, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let, let's stay on that. I have on on the dating one, I have a quick quick side one though. So. If you think about it, when you become more of who you are and you start to say the things you think, becoming the person you want to be, you are that magnet. But every magnet has a has like a, a positive and a negative side to it, right? Mm-hmm. So you'll attract more of what you want and who you are and what you're becoming. But there will be those people that as you become who you are, that you that will repel. repel from you mm-hmm. and go away. And like I think you can almost expect that to happen. Um, and be okay with that because those are the people you don't want in your life anyway because they're not the ones that are growing. They're not the ones that are positive and wanting to – positive is like an addition. They don't want to add anything more to life or become more. So they'll – it's kind of nice. They'll just eliminate themselves from from your life. They'll unfriend you. They'll unfollow you, and that's okay. Sometimes success is more about subtraction than addition. It's, it's about true. both. But yeah, quality over quantity. Exactly. Like the quantity matters. I think the numbers, like when it, as it, as like regards to like, I guess we can use money as an example. Mm-hmm. Like I guess chasing money versus attracting money. Yeah. But like, like numbers matter. Like how much you make matter. And some people like if you're only going in for it, for the money, and whatever it might be. I don't know. I'm just this is just an example. Like, I don't think you're going to get that far or it won't be that la- like long lasting, but as you're like, you have something good and man, I'm having a hard time explaining this. Does it make sense? Probably not. I mean, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> start over. So it's like, yeah, I'll start over. It's like the money is a result of your actions, right? right. 
Yeah. And so people that say that money doesn't matter or like numbers don't matter or whatever, like they do matter. And it's like, man, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Like, like they matter because it is, it's, it shows the result of the work you're putting in. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And so so you're not necessarily chasing it. Yeah. Right. You're chasing something else, but as a result of chasing your product, uh, selling your product as a result of chasing other people and to help them, like money comes. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Right. There's a reward to everything that you do. Does that make sense? Right. And it's okay to get, have money being the reward. It's like when you build a business, that's the business, the purpose of the business is to generate money. Right. And the purpose of money is to give you or me like more in life, more options. Like, I think that's for me, I've thought about this recently. It's just money just allows me to say yes more often. Mm-hmm. The more money I have, the more I can say yes. Um, and that's okay. That's, that's, that's awesome. Right. I mean, a lot of people look at, oh, you have a lot of money you spend on yourself. You buy yourself nice things. Like that could go to a lot, that could go to other, other people that need it more. It's like, yeah, it could. Or I can inspire people with it by living my best life. And I think it's good important to do both, but I can inspire people. Like, let's say I go buy a nice fancy car. Um, maybe someone seeing that, oh, I knew Skyler when he, you know, was like only made however much a year from his business. Now he just bought a really nice car. That's really inspiring because that is a product of the hard work and the business he built. And if he can do it, I can do it. Like, that's what I really want most people, like everyone to take from when they see me. And I'm not, I don't don't make a ton of money. I don't, I'm not saying I'm really successful right now. I will be one day. Um, Like I am successful, but I want to reach that higher level. But I hope that everyone sees me will say, if Skylar can do it, I can do it. And you got to inspire him in some way. But do you think at some, do you think, uh, at some point, or maybe at the start of it, you have to chase it to then attract it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like as regards to anything, like maybe that be like person, maybe dating or like a business or something like starting out, you're not just going to attract clients. You're not just going to attract people. You're not going to like, like the, the person you're dating won't be that attracted to you. Like won't stay attracted to you. Yeah. But like, at first, maybe those things aren't there, but maybe after we chase them and go get them and expound that energy, mm-hmm. then the attraction starts and people see that. So in your case, they're like, I see what you're doing, Skylar. You've made this business and now you're at a point where you're pretty well off from it. That's inspiring to me. How can I do that? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So at first they weren't attracted, but because you chased it, the attraction came later. Yeah. And I think you do have to chase to a point. So like if, let's say I'm going to go hunting and I want to, I want to take down a, just like an elk, right? I can't do that from my apartment. I can't do that in like the Salt Lake Valley. I need to go to where, what I want is. Mm-hmm. So I have to chase it to a point. But then at some point, if I keep chasing it, it's just going to run further away from me. I think it's a lot about it. A lot of it is putting yourself in the environment of what you want, like whatever you want is, put yourself in that environment. And Mm -hmm. then that's where you do the attracting. That's where you can set up the trap or the, the scent to attract them to where you want them to be. So it's maybe this isn't a discussion about the differences between them, but it's how they come together and why it's important that they're together and they're used together. Yeah. Cause like something you said before was, like another word for attracting is like manifesting. Mm-hmm. It's like if you just think about it and look at pictures and talk about it, it'll just happen. And I think that's true to a point. I think if like, I think there's just everything is connected with energy. And the more you think about opportunities and what you want and start to visualize it, it will come to your life. But without action, the un- like the universe, if you will, won't drop it into your lap until you do the work, until you take action. Um there's more I was going to say with that, but I forgot. Well, it's like it's like a balloon. Oh, it's like uh, I guess before I get to that, it's like Newton's law, right? To every action is an equal, equal and opposite reaction. Right. So you take a balloon and you rub it in your head, and then your hairs 
are attracted to it, your hairs yeah. wouldn't be attracted to it if you didn't rub it in your head. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like there needs to be an action for the reaction to be attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was kind of, <laughs> that flowed very well. <laughs> no, no. It was but uh, no, I, I, I think that's, like it's so true. Like if you want things to be attracted to you, you have to do something to make them that way. It doesn't just happen. Mm-hmm. The action was blowing up the balloon, tying the balloon, and then rubbing it on your head vigorously until the static electricity built up enough for your hair to stick out. Yeah. So there was a bunch of actions prior to them being attracted to that balloon that needed to happen for that to happen. So you kind of put that in anywhere in our lives, like what's going on in our lives that maybe we want, we want more opportunity. Maybe we want a better job. Maybe we want more people to like us, more people to be attracted to us, more dates, you know, whatever it might be. I don't know, money, but we're expecting that to happen without any action prior to it. Mm -hmm. So are we blowing up the balloon of our life? Are we tying the knot? Are we rubbing it vigorously on our head? You know, like, right. <laughs> like, what are we doing in order for these things to come towards us? If we're doing nothing, then nothing will come towards us. That's just how it is. You got to move. You got to move. Yeah. And I, dude, I never thought about, um, I mean, a lot of this before, how there is, you have to attract, but you also have to chase. Like, it's, a, it's like a balance that I'm realizing. I never thought about it before today either. <laughs> yeah, because I thought a lot of it was, okay, just attract, attract, attract. Nope. And there's a lot of uh, truth to that, like you want to attract. So let's let's talk about like real examples. Like, is there anything in your life you're wanting to attract? I'm wanting to attract or that I, I feel like... Or you're attracting or working... I'm attracting. Chasing slash attracting. Well, I mean, I guess we can use us as an example. Like, I feel like we've attracted each other. Yeah. You know? Like, I feel like we've just kind of prepared each other to meet. And then automatically, we were like, that's exactly who I want to, like, do something with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if there was no action prior to us, like, if, if I had no desires to talk to people or had no action of actually seeking to speak to people and, like, try to help them in any in any way, shape, or form, I guarantee you would have looked at me and been like, this guy, it's all talk. You know what I mean? Right. And the same thing with you. I would have been like, this is all talk. He won't do it. He's too scared or whatever. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like as you become and like think about what you want, it's like I think energy, the universe kind of puts it into your space, which is why we ended up being in that, in your truck together, Mm -hmm. driving home which was totally like unplanned, unplanned. Well, unplanned that you were, I don't know. Were you planning on driving home alone? No, I just thought that was how it was going to be. I just, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't didn't think about it. And I had intentions to drive home with the group I came with and the way everything worked out was so, you know, we could, could talk, have that conversation and set up and start the podcast. Um, which I believe is still leading to a lot, a lot more things. Like we eventually want to be, I think, both making money and living off of helping other people. Yeah. Whether it's with this podcast or speaking or coaching people one-on-one or group coaching, which group coaching is a lot. That's kind of more like, it's kind of like speaking mm-hmm. in a way, you know? Yeah. Um, that's like eventually what we want. So as we've been doing this and growing ourselves, our magnet has been becoming stronger. And we got an email you read the email. <laughs> oh yeah, we just we got an email from a dude. He saw our podcast on Apple, and was like, "Basically, I'll pay you to have guests on, on your podcast. They're like your podcast is cool, and you guys, you guys are doing something really good. And we're we're taking some people and we're trying to help them get on their feet and find people, so they they can have guests on their podcast, so it can have more value on the market." He's like, we'll pay you money for this. And granted, it's not a lot of money, but it is something. And I guarantee if we've done nothing, if we did nothing but just talk about the idea of doing a podcast or the idea of coaching or the idea of of 
of helping other people, that idea isn't enough for things to come towards us, to be attracted towards us. It was the action prompted by the idea that provided that person the idea and motivation to come and speak with us. Right. Perfect example of attracting. <laughs> yeah, I go. <laughs> like we didn't, we didn't reach out to that person. We just did what we were doing. We were wanting to add value. We are wanting to grow ourselves. And a new opportunity has now entered our space. Um, so you bet your bottom dollar we're going to, we're going to take that opportunity. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I totally had a brain fart right there. <laughs> but um, we talked about like attracting like a person in your life, like a significant other. I think we should go deeper on that because I think a lot of people are chasing people or women or guys that they, they want in their life. They want to date. They want to have relationships with. And maybe they're not being successful or they're, they're probably not maintaining that balance of chasing and attracting. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you, I think you have more experience in this field than I do. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> maybe. <I'd... laughs> but I mean, I guess as regards to like trial and error, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, do you feel like you've done more chasing in your life as regards to dating or attracting? I think. Mm, Tough question. You no, know, yeah. I want to say I've done both pretty well. I mean, there's times where I've done a lot of chasing. Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, I've had a good balance there. But I think a lot, there have been times where I, okay, so I think there's there's one person that I was chasing a lot. And... I wanted to do things with her all the time. I wanted her to come hang out with me and she was in school and getting, you know, doing her own thing, had her friends. I would like ask her out all the time and be like, okay, oh, if you're not busy Friday, I'm also busy Saturday. If you're not busy Saturday or Friday, hey, I got Monday as well. You know, and that's, that's the point where it's too much chasing and not attracting. It's not like valuing myself and I'm kind of just communicating to her that like I'm available whenever you want. I'm going to just chase you. I don't have my own life. Please date me. Please date <laughs> yeah. me. Exactly. Um, and I think that's a big example. I think a lot of guys are like, they'll go after someone. They'll just, they'll do whatever they have to for their schedule to align so they can meet her schedule. So they can actually go out. It's like, no, have your own life. Cause I think women are attracted to that when a guy like it's attractive when a guy has his own life, he has his own friends, he has his own hobbies. And the more you do that and the more you do what you want to do, but you, you, there's that balance still when mm-hmm. you want to go out with somebody, you know, make it work, but don't say I'll do whatever works for you. Right. Mm-hmm. But being that person who's like, be the, be the person whose life you'd want to enter into and right. become a part of. Yeah. So, I got a question. So when does when does chasing become begging? Does that make sense? Right. As regards to your chasing. story, I was like, when well, you know what differentiates it? You know, right. When I, think in, I think begging? in anything. I don't know. When yeah. do you think? I think just like repeatedly asking for something. I think you, I think we know, like deep down we know, if someone's like keeps asking for someone to go out with them or keeps asking for the job opportunity, unless they have a real reason that they want need this person, want this person or a job, mm-hmm. then, you know, if it's like, just date me be, to date me, uh, my thoughts are kind of going in directions <laughs> here. But um, I think it's that repeated asking, knowing that, I'm not maybe at this level that they're at, or I'm not the version of myself I want to be yet. I think that's when begging starts to happen, but maybe it's all just attitude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's like, I guess if we chase without, well, if we chase knowing that it, I don't know, knowing ourselves prior to for it. So when we go on a chase about anything and being okay to stop, and realizing like, okay, this is it. 
maybe you're right. Maybe we just know. But I was like, I was just thinking while you were talking, I was like, those sounds super similar, like chasing and begging the way Mm -hmm. you were saying it. Like you felt like you were chasing, but were you begging? And I was like, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. This was like five, six years ago, I think. (laughs) Uh, But looking back, like, uh, yeah, I would just put myself wherever she was. Like if I knew, (laughs) man, I was probably a little bit of a stalker (laughs) thinking about it. (laughs) But I knew like this person went and played uh, ultimate Frisbee at this, at the field next to my parents' house every day. Like we would just see him out there and I knew she went and played. And so I was like, okay, I know like it's just kind of common knowledge that they end at this time. That's when the cars leave. Everyone knows that. Uh Um, And so I was like, okay, that, is when I'll go get the mail. <laughs> and I would do these things to like just see her, have her see me. But it wasn't real. That's not when I really want, like I was altering my life and what I did and when I did it. So this person would see me and is like, kind of like, I don't know, almost it's super weird. You were kind of consumed by her. I was consumed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, looking back, I'm like, that's probably not the person I want to spend a long time with yeah you know um and i think a lot of us do get consumed because we make we make up this idea of how this person is and what they do and what they're about and some of it might be true but i think we put a lot of people on a pedestal i've definitely done that multiple times where i put someone on a pedestal and i will do anything for them well you kind of create false realities i think when you do that yeah like when you put someone on a pedestal you're you're making them better than they are and then when they do something wrong it kind of rocks your world at least for me yep and like and then you just you crash and burn right i think that it's a really i think it's a really toxic trait actually because or when they hurt you yeah well because like if if i make up how someone is which is what i've done a lot Mm-hmm. I made up who this person is and what they do when they don't match that I'm it's kind of like this isn't you this isn't the person you are and it's it's very conflicting in our mind versus reality and for me it it caused a lot of uh resentment because I'm like this isn't you this isn't the person that I want you to be that I've made you up to be your expectation the expectation was not met so when our expectations aren't met it never feels good. Yeah. And so that can cause a lot of problems in relationships. So I think we're talking about attracting here, but, <laughs> but know what's important to you and attract that, but let, let the person be them and judge them and view them based off what they do. Not necessarily what they talk about, but what they, they do. Don't make, don't make up a story on, how someone is or what their past is like, whether it's raising them up or tearing them down. Cause I think sometimes we hear one thing someone did and we're like, Oh, they probably did that a thousand times. And this is what they did and who they did it with. And, um, and we just, we make up, we visualize and make up. I'm going to, I'm going to stop saying we, I've done that where I visualize and make up what this person did. Mm-hmm. And, it's torture. It's like torturing myself. Yeah. Uh, and I agree. I, I I've been in the same situation before. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. No, it's, and it's you just the, and you know at the end of the day you just feel beat up and bruised and broken mm-hmm. because you just you did it to yourself. You're, right, you were thinking they were something that they weren't, and you you can't con- you can't accept the reality that they're not what you think they are. Right, and what you want them to be. So then it's just like. You just think to yourself, why? <laughs> right. Yeah. You're beat up and bruised. And you're like, you look down at your hands and realize it's your knuckles uh-huh. that are also bruised. Wow. Skyler. Beating yourself up. Yeah, it's your knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. And I, I, I mean, I think this goes along with anything. Like, like if we want another like a opportunity at our job. Like if we want people to notice, us, I was talking about this with one of my, uh, one of my sergeants at work the other day, mm-hmm. and he was just he, we were talking about 
how some people go to work just to work. And I told him, I said, you know, I was like, when I come to work, I expect to work. I don't expect to sit down and just skate by. Like, I'm not doing this for the paycheck. I was like, I'm doing this to learn and to grow and to become better. And I was like, and when a better opportunity comes my way, I'm going to take it. I was like, like, it's not nothing bad about anybody else. It's not that I don't like anybody here, but I was like, if I can grow and get better, I'm going to do it. And he's like, and he was saying the same exact thing. And he was just kind of shedding some light on my situation and helping me see a, a clearer way. And I really appreciated that about him. But I guarantee you would have never done that if he didn't see that in me. And I didn't, because he kind of brought it up and I just kind of expounded on what he was saying. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like-minded people are attracted to each other. We've talked about this in other episodes before, yeah. but like, like-minded people attract each other. And if you want to grow and step out of your comfort zone and become something better than you were before, something you something better than what you were yesterday, those same people will come into your life and they'll see that. But you have to voice it. You can't just want it and say nothing about it, expecting someone to come and talk to you about it. You need to voice it. You need to be willing to step up and do something about it for their for that reaction to come. Like what's your action? for the reaction of attraction to happen in your life. Yeah. Does the action match the dream? Yeah. Your dreams, what you want. So if you're dreaming, act on it, and your dreams may come true. I'm not saying they will because life is life and sometimes they just don't. But if you act, the likelihood of them coming true are pretty high. And not giving up. It's yeah. like, I think remember that failure is the stepping stones to success. And a lot of people will, will fail a couple times and then they'll give up. But I think like so many of the, like, the super successful people out there will say that they failed so many times, but they kept going. I think almost everybody has that story where they, they failed multiple times. They failed just over the free, like years at sometimes, a lot of times until they got to the point where they are. And so if you want to be great, you got to be willing to suck. At what yeah, you're doing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, like nobody really sees the failures anyway. Yeah. Or they don't applaud the failures. Mm-hmm. Like society now, they see the win, like they see when you win and they see the successes, yeah. but they don't pay attention to anything prior to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone wants to... Everyone wants the the result. They want to see the result. They don't care how long it how long it took you to get there. What they what you know they don't they don't want to do what it takes to to get the result. We want that microwave success. Just stick it in the microwave. Thirty seconds later, it's done. You can relax while while we're doing it. We're gonna, you turn on a movie or you turn on your TV. You could be watching one of the greatest movies in the world within thirty seconds, couple minutes. You turn on your car, you can get, you can be a hundred miles away in an hour and a half, two hours. We're so used to this easy way where it's like, oh, we have to do some work to attract it. We have to do some chasing. It's not going to come immediately. I think we're, we're being so conditioned for things to come easy. And if you, if it comes easy, then everyone's going to have it, you know, cause it's yeah. easy. You know what I was thinking about? The past couple days, I was like, I was thinking about how like people have fun all the time. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, it's kind of weird to think about, but I was like, man, everyone has fun all the time. Why? Like, I was like, it's so weird. (laughs) Like, it's a good thing. But I was thinking about it kind of in like a negative light. I don't know if it was negative. Honestly, I don't know what it was about. Like what attitude it was in. But I was just thinking it is so much easier to have fun nowadays than any other day in the centuries, decades. Like it's so much easier now because we have so many more tools to help us do it. Yeah. And I was thinking like 50 years ago, hundred years ago, shoot, 150 years ago, like, like we woke up and what did we have to do? We had to 
go to our farm, right? We had to milk the cows. Like we yeah. had to do farm work. Like we were out working all day just to live, just to eat. But now it's so easy to go eat. It's so easy to go get milk. Like it's so easy to fix a roof. You just call somebody else. And then it leaves you with so much more time to play. And I was like, we're playing so much. Like maybe we're playing so much today that we're so distracted that we never learn. And we're like, we never grow. You know? Yeah. Like it's so easy just to fall down and like play so much that you never stretch. You never learn something new. Right. I don't know. Weird thought, but. Yeah. I think that it just goes back to like life's, it's so easy. You go to the store. You don't have to hunt. You don't have to gather. You can just get your food, any kind of food. And if they don't have it at that store, there's, they have it at the store 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away. Unless you live somewhere where there's only one store, which <laughs> is a lot of people actually. Um, but yeah, life is, life is comfortable, really comfortable. And it's, it's really easy just to relax and sit on the couch, but there's a lot more to, to life than the easy things to having fun. I mean, fun, I mean, that's kind of like, like, fun's fun. Okay. (laughs) I think it's important to, to do that stuff, but not so much where you're not doing anything else that actually like pushes you. Yeah. Okay. So if, if someone out there is trying to, we're, I'm just going to go back to dating really quick, but if someone's out there is wanting to attract someone or wanting to, just wanting to date. Right, and they're they're not getting the dates. They're not attracting the women. Why do you think that is, and what can they do to start attracting those like the higher caliber women, if you will, or like the people they're actually going after, or men? You know, this could be men or women listening. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I'm single as a Pringle. You know, it's like <laughs> you date. Yeah, I date, but it's. I just don't, I feel like the harder I try, the less it works. So too much chasing then, huh? Yeah, I think so. I think I sometimes, it's it's so easy to get consumed with the idea of like finding somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you forget to look around and maybe they're right there, you know, like. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the best relationships I've had kind of just they started they kind of just happened like i wasn't focusing on like dating this person and then like making them enter my life like i either knew them for a long time you weren't worried about going to the mailbox after they were driving nope (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah yeah not yeah and then going on walks and Okay, never mind. We're not gonna. Go, we're not gonna go into that. <laughs> Going on creepy walks around the park. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny. Um, I've done the same thing. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. No, we all. Yeah, have those stories, but I forgot what we were saying. But um, oh. I feel like there's a lot of guys out there that they want, or just people they want a person like this. Like that's a. I mean, I'll just use numbers. I hate it, but it's like, I want someone who's a 10, but they're a five and they want a 10 and they think they're going to attract a 10 being a five and they keep asking the tens out. They keep going on one date or getting no dates with them. And they're like, Oh, I'll just keep trying. It's like, no, you got to raise yourself up. Like work out. Like if they want someone that's like super attractive and hot, but you're not, doing your hair you're not dress you're not upgrading the way like your mm-hmm. style you're not working out you're not in, like you know physically fit uh, or just healthy in general like you don't you don't need a six pack you don't need huge biceps like adam you just need <laughs> <laughs> you just just like be healthy where you can play sports you can do fun things and not have your um physical state hold you back um so I think like that, I guess that would be like my message or that's kind of yeah. like. Oh, see, but then like, again, if, if you're not into that stuff and you just, you know, you like watching movies, you like playing board games all the time. Like, you yeah. like, you know, if that's the kind of stuff you like, like look for those people. 
Right. I think I, I've, whoa, I've had a bad habit of like going, like going for girls that are nothing like me. Right. <laughs> and it's, and I just, I, I try to brush that off the side. Well, she, like, she likes to do that. I think it's really dumb. But like, she's hot, you know, like she's cool. She looks good. And then I brush those things off to the side and then it just, you know, it hurts later. Yeah. But, you know, I'm learning that if you just like, if I'm just myself, authentically myself and doing what I like to do, but still including other people in that like not being so selfish where I don't think about other people, but where I, I like my big thing now has been like, if I have a talent, I'm going to try to show that to other people. Mm-hmm. Like if I have a skill that's kind of weird or like that other people don't typically have, I've made a goal within myself to go show that to other people to display it. Not in a way that's degrading to them, but a way that will bring them ha- like bring them joy mm-hmm. and make them happy. And as a result, I'm a lot more happier than I have been. And I feel like those people that want to learn and that do what I do are coming into my life. Yeah. So, attraction. Right. So, it's, it, like, it sounds like what you're saying is, like, okay, like mixing what I said and you said together. Mm-hmm. It's like raising yourself up to that next level of what you're wanting to attract, but keeping it you and authentically you. Like, doing the things you want to do. Because, like, if you want somebody that does the things you like to do, well, you got to do the things you like to do because that's where they'll be. If you're like, oh, I want someone who goes snowboarding, but you never go snowboarding, or you want someone who <laughs> who just just does anything, and you're like, it'd be cool to have someone like that. But you don't actually do that, or you don't do it very often. What are you doing? And like those that and those are the environments the people you want are in. It's like going to get the elk. You got to go to where they're at but do it because you want to. And it's like what you would do anyway, whether someone was there or not. I think that's when those, you just happen to meet someone and things just start to happen. It's because you're doing the same thing and you have a similar mindset, mm-hmm. but it has to be you, like what you're saying. And you got to share who you are, share your talents. Don't put your light under a bushel. <laughs> Don't hide it. Bushel. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I think, I think like, uh, how do I say this? Like I've done, I don't know. I guess I'll just throw it out there. Like I love God and I love Jesus and I love, you know, like I would say they're, they're like, I think about it every day. Like I think about them every day because they're super important to me. Like they really, they really help me grow and they really help me realize that there's something bigger than I am, than this whole planet, than everybody that has power to influence my life. And so that gives me a lot of hope and a lot of faith, I guess, to push forward and to be better. But I have like, since moving out to Utah, it's a very different environment for that. I feel like it's just like that escalated and everybody takes it to an extreme. And I like, like I love church and I love going to church and everything about it. But I think at a point I was just going to church and doing these callings and like these crazy things in there just to feel like I was fitting in or just to feel like I was like doing the right thing or just to um, like, they're like, well, you go to church, you do these things, you'll find somebody that you can marry, right? And I'm like, okay, well, I'll do that. And I'll do it, and I'm miserable. But I feel like, because everybody is telling me that it's going to work out and happen, but I'm miserable the whole time. But I'm realizing that like, if I take a step back, and I'm still involved the way that I want to be involved, and where it's not degrading on my life or anybody else's, and I'm a lot more happier and I'm able to do more things 
Like my life isn't being consumed with these things among the church. Does that make sense? That I'm able to go out and do things that I really love doing, but also keeping the church in the main focus of it, but not being so focused on the church and the things of it that my life is hindered everywhere else as a result. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And I feel like it, like I've, I'm a lot more happier now than I ever have been in the past, I'd say six, seven years just by doing that, by taking a step back from what I was doing. And I feel like I'm finding like that attraction. Those people are like, people are more attracted to me because of the joy that I have now. And, uh, and I think as a result of not being fake and not lying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, I mean, this goes to anything, but if you're doing anything that's like, if you're doing anything for the wrong reason, like if you're doing something great for the wrong reason, it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't make that great thing good. Like it, it just doesn't. Like you're going to be miserable and people will notice that even if you don't show that. It, it really does show. And so maybe taking a step back from something that's great, that you're kind of hyper-focusing on, will benefit you. I don't know. I don't know why I shared that, but... I think that's good for people to hear. Uh, oh, yeah. I kind of saw it just like, as you're talking, I envisioned like a foundation or it's like your core is God and what you believe. It's uh -huh. like who you are. and But it's not everything you are. That's your. That's like the core. Yeah. I'm just telling you what I visualized. Uh -huh. And everything else you do and how you are is around that. And not necessarily to the point where it's hiding that, but it's just everything is built upon that. And it's like kind of like a core value. And like, I think, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I agree hundred uh percent. -huh. I think before it was like, like it was like, like if I don't talk about God every second of my life, like, yeah. like I am unworthy in the eyes of him, you know? Right. But that's not how it is. And I feel like that's the attitude I get a lot here. And it really just hurts. Like I, I hate it because it's like, I am so much more than someone that goes to church and loves God. Right. I was like, I love him to death. And like, like they are absolutely like my savior, my father, you know, all those things. I 100% believe that. But there's so much more to me than that. Like, I love to play instruments. I love to work out. Like, I love these, like, Ronnie Coleman, like, super crazy bodybuilder back in the day. Jay Cutler, like, all those guys. I love those things. There's so much more about me than, that, than you know, the, the core of me. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Right. And I think sometimes you get so hyper-focused on something. Maybe that's, maybe it is bodybuilding, right? If you love bodybuilding... You're so hyper-focused on bodybuilding that you forget that there's other things about you that are great. And then, like, too much of a good thing's a bad thing. I feel like I did that with, like, church. Yeah. I was like, this is a great thing. I threw everything I had in there, but it was really making me miserable, and it was really hurting me, and I wasn't growing at all. And so I had to take a step back and realize that. But as a result, I've really grown and I'm a lot happier, and I find myself in better situations with better people, um, people that really lift me up rather than tear me down, and I feel like I'm at the same level as they are rather than I feel like I'm always trying to get better than I was or better than this guy in front of me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, because if your core is all, if, if all it is is the core, you don't have an outer shell, your core is your outer shell. And that's like all you're about. And I genuinely think that God wants us to remember him and, you know, kind of make him the core of our lives, like the center of our lives. But if I had a son and I wanted him to learn and grow, yeah, I want him to be at home. I want him to, to like, I want to spend time with him. But I'm going to be like, hey, go outside, go make friends, go build some stuff, go have fun, go get hurt. Come back, like at the end of the day. Let's chat about it. Let's have, let's, let's learn, let's grow. Let's, 
you know, still do things together. But I'm going to want him to go out on his own and to learn. And I think a lot of that's like, a, I think that's where the imbalance is, is when it all your life is only that, only talking about that, only doing, going to church, only going to, you know, all, and, and all that, like all week. Is, that's the only thing. I think God is like, yo, I get it. I love it. But go out and experience life. Keep me in your mind. You know, you can talk to me anytime. Like, go develop yourself and who you are, your individuality. Um, yeah. Um, we talked mostly about dating, but let's, I let's, yeah, I, I don't know what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of all over the place. We had a goal in mind. I don't know if we touched that goal. Yeah, well, I think it's just like, because we're talking about attracting versus chasing and we've gone over that there there's a balance there you have to chase to a point once if you if all you do is chase you'll eventually chase to the point where you start to repel so you got to chase to him to a point and then attract you got to get to where your audience is if you have a business you have to be you have to be where the people you want to date are and you know and we attract who like who we are what we are not what we want I think that's the biggest thing in attracting is become the kind of person that gets those, that has those things enter their life. Um, I like that. You just said you attract who you are and what you are, not what you want or who or what you're going to become mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. That's so true. So you're attracting currently who you are, but you're working to become better. So you're chasing that betterment while you're attracting what you are. So if you want something better, you need to chase something better. Mm-hmm. And until you get it, you won't attract it. I think a lot of attracting as well is adding value to other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like people, like when you add value, whether that's making them laugh or you're giving them free stuff or free how-tos people are going to come to you more and want to be around you because when they're around you their life gets better i think it's a lot of it's being that kind of person that when if people follow you on social media if people are hanging out around you when people hear about you it's like uplifting their lives it's adding value their life gets better when you're in it so be the kind of person that when you enter a room that room gets better when you enter a conversation that conversation gets better when when you get to your job, you leave work, leaving that place a better environment, more in order than mm-hmm. before. And people are going to always remember that. People remember how you made them feel. They won't always remember what you did or the conversations, but they'll always remember that feeling. And people want those feelings. So they're going to come and want to be around you more. And they're going to talk about you, which will eventually send more your way. Yeah. So if you have a business, people out there who are wanting to attract more clients, uh, more deals, more money, start giving free value. If you're in, so like, for example, Jenny, who is the the founder of this topic, (laughs) uh, I see her on Instagram talking about real estate and her life and what she's doing and a, a lot of what she posts. It's like, entertaining it's cool and like uplifting stuff she's adding value to other people and i think that's why people do follow her or i know another person i haven't met him i've talked to him just over over the internet but his his uh his like uh code name or what do you i don't know what you call it his his, like what he's known by is red suit realtor and every day i look at social media and he's giving examples on what to look for when you're buying a house, what to avoid, tricks on how to make the deal go smoother, ways to negotiate. He's constantly giving people free things that make their life better. And so people want to follow him because of that. Because they following him, hearing what he has to say, his knowledge makes their life better. I think that's when you'll start to attract paying clients. And... 
you like it's kind of it's kind of a weird concept but you get what you want when you give people what they want you got to give a little to get a little Mm -hmm. that's what i always say yeah it's like you can't expect to get anything if you don't give anything and if you want to get a lot give a lot yeah it's true and i I truly think when you're just a good person and you add in values people's lives those little things i think it comes back tenfold yeah well, there's a, there's a super good book about that same exact thing. It's called The Go-Giver. Mm. That book is so good. And it just it's a story about a guy learning how to give because he's trying to get. But all he's trying to do is get. And people are teaching him how to give. And he's finding that as he gives to people, people give back. And he's realizing that. And, and in this particular book, he's trying to grow his business. And he's trying to get money so he doesn't go bankrupt. But he's realizing that successful businesses, business partners, anybody, like they really thrive when they help each other. Like they do. Yeah. Yeah. Because like if you try to be a one man band, do everything yourself, become your a self-made person, I think it just takes longer to get to where you're going. I don't, there's a saying, big dreams take big teams. And like you, like you said, when we started this podcast, it's like, you want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, go together. It's like, you know, give to people Mm -hmm. and then people will want to come along and give to you. Yeah. 100%. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode. I think it turned out well. Yeah. I don't know. I think it did. Yeah. Thanks, Jenny, for uh, – <laughs> you can go follow her. Her uh, She's a real estate agent down in St. George. And so go buy a house from her. She'll hook you up. Uh, I think her uh, her username, I believe, is Jenny. So it's Jenny Harris, Jennifer Harris. Her, her Instagram name is Jenny Harris 11 So look that up. Uh, follow her. She's cool. Yeah, I've actually never met her in person, but just a cool person. So, heck yeah. Anyway, well, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll see you next time. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>